Hello and welcome fellow creatives. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring you to keep creating. Thanks for joining us on this journey to explore all things creative. I'm Derek Wagner. And I'm Riley Peterson. And this is the Living Creativity Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. This time we're going to continue with our conversation that we started last week with podcaster and creative Ryan Leacock. It's hard to figure out a way to exactly encapsulate our entire conversation. It kind of goes all over the place, but again, it's a really fun one. I really connected with Ryan last episode talking about resistance. Some of that kind of carries through in this conversation as well as, you know, him firing back some questions at us and why we're even doing what we're doing here so anyway let's go ahead and get to it hope you enjoy and if you think about it it's no different than disciplining yourself with a sport right because you can't uh look at like the best nba players you know um i can't i don't watch uh (laughs) the nba so i don't can't name any off the top of my head but um (laughs) that being said you know if you if you look at let's say like michael jordan right he's the only one that i can think of um and you go like, oh, you know, Michael Jordan did it so I can do it too or whatever. It's like, well, you don't, all you see is that he's a great player. You don't see like the millions of hours that he spent shooting hoops in his backyard or something, you know, like, yeah. like, you, it's you, even it, more complicated. like because yeah. it's like, you don't like he was at a certain time at a certain place. And this is for like anyone who sees like big success. They're at the mm-hmm. right time at the right place. They had a natural skill. They had the practice in. So it's like, how much of that can you just focus on the stuff that you can take care of, get your hours yeah. in? Um, no, like Michael Jordan was not as successful playing baseball. So like right. you're playing baseball and should be playing basketball. That is a tough question you got to ask yourself. So it's complicated. It is. Yeah. There's, there's a multitude of factors that go into it, isn't there? Yeah. One of the thoughts I had too, which was I thought was an interesting parallel with with in regards to burnout, there's people like who are like fighters, right? If you got a, like in a boxing match, the good boxers don't get burned out in the first round, right? Mm. They know that they have a strategy. They know, okay, I want to go to be able to go this round. So I got to conserve or I got to do, be really disciplined with how many punches I'm throwing. You know what, you know, maybe I want to tire my out my opponent so that in the later rounds, I have more energy and I can, ultimately win right so yeah that was something that i thought of you know for anybody who's listening like just if you have that tendency to burn out and you have that tendency to go like 100 150 percent towards something and then you're just like i'm over it well maybe that's where we need to learn some discipline yeah and, and sometimes discipline is back. telling yourself i'm going to bed now like because <laughs> right because i know Sometimes you should work till three in the morning and, and push through because it's exciting. And the other times you're like, mm, am I going to like give it 150% and then just like run out of steam? Or should I be like, when do like, when to take your foot off the pedal? Like, yeah, uh, it's so complicated, isn't it? <laughs> Every person's different. And that's yeah. where you, like you said, you got to have that self-awareness. You have to know yeah. yourself and face yourself in the mirror and be like, I really stink at this. I really suck at this, but I'm also really good at this. And, yeah. and, and compensate for those areas. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. 
and it changes too. I mean, like I'll just use like my scenes, for example, like the first one I'm like, I was, it was a totally different thing. I like set out, I'm like, I wrote it and it was more structured. And then I tried with this one and it just wasn't, it wasn't working. And so then I felt bad about myself and like those things. But then I worked through that and I was like, I'm just going to like give it a little space. I'm just going to be like, take the pressure off of it a little bit. I'm still going to keep it important. I'm still going to keep showing up, but maybe I'm putting too much on it and it needs to grow a little bit more in, in me with what I want to say. And, you know, there's some things that your brain has to take time to figure out how you're going to do them. So you have yeah. to give it that yeah. time sometimes. So that's where the self-discipline sometimes is being easy on yourself and being like, I'm still going to keep this important, but I'm not going to, I'm just going to ease up on myself a little bit, but it's, and, and work, work on something else. Like it, it, it's, it's like spinning plates. Yeah. This one's not right. <laughs> the next one. And it, it's complicated. I've heard the term be gentle with yourself, you know, like, push yourself. yeah, sometimes you gotta, you do need to be like, Hey, I got to push myself here. And it's like knowing when, the right time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's a tough, it's to every, but it's, it's unique to every person. Yeah. What are, what, what are the things for you, Ryan, that are like, like when you see these things in yourself or in your relationships or something, they're indicators to you that like, Oh, like I need to change my process. I need to look at what I'm doing and decide, Hey, is this still working or do I need to ramp it up? Or do you know, I do, you know, ease off the pedal. Like you said, that's a good question. I think, I think usually, well, if I get miserable, it's a good mm-hmm. time to be like, hmm, why am I miserable? Um, I think it's like recognizing even sometimes too, like we were saying before about the overexcitement, knowing like to, I, I, it's more like a gut feeling, I guess. It's like something inside, like, hmm, I know what this is. I, we've been through this before. Maybe, maybe just like, I think it just comes from experience. Like when knowing when to take your foot off the pedal or whatever is like, if it didn't work, (laughs) try it a different way the next time. Like, like just keep trying. I think that's what it comes down to as well. Like, that's why it's so important to do, to do that up as much as you can. Uh, And being like business-like about it, like the press, like Pressfield says, because it, it teaches you things that, that in that you can self-regulate with, you know? Yeah. Mm. But you only know by going through them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that you do have to go through them. Right. And and the real temptation is to run up against that wall, run against that resistance and then say, okay, I'm bowing out. You know, I, I quit this project because it got hard. You know, I, I hear stories all the time from writers who've got, you know, their their uh drives are full of stories they've started got you know 10 chapters into and then just gave up on because they didn't feel the passion or they felt it got too hard too complicated it wasn't good enough whatever and it's like that's that's no not going to be helpful because it's like just like you're saying if you don't actually work through the process and the next time you run up against that resistance again like you're still not going to have any new tools for how to overcome it yeah i'd say to those people like i would look at what's the forest in all those trees? Like, what is the, is there something that you're always hitting against? And then maybe you need to like take a different, different way of running at it. Because that's the other thing about that wall is like, sometimes we just think I'm just going to try harder. I'm just going to yeah. chapter 11 this time and then 12. And that doesn't necessarily help. 
sometimes you have to be like, okay, I always get stuck at chapter 10 or, you know, it doesn't be exactly 10, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The question then is like, well, why, what happens? What am I doing? How do I not do that? And, and then try to like work around it rather than just like try harder next time. That will hurt you and he'll just be miserable. Right. You can only bang your head on the wall so many times. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you get breakthroughs sometimes, but maybe being a little more strategic from what you've learned from all those times. If someone has a hard drive, what do they learn from those, that hard drive work worth of like quarter novels? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I I think that's a a useful way of looking at it. Otherwise, you know, what were all those, my, my, my son today, or no, sorry, it was my daughter. She was like, it's okay to make mistakes, right, daddy? Because then you can learn from your mistakes. And I was like, Okay, I'm glad I taught you something. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, that was such a good reminder for me, too, because, you know, it's like this last month for some reason, you know, b- being sick, kids starting school and whatever else. It's like, yeah, being creative is really hard sometimes. Yeah. And so it's easy to to look at those, you know, that that hard drive full of, you know, quarter novels and just be like failure. But it's like, well, what what can I actually learn from that experience? You know, there are lessons in there if you're willing to look. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think looking at the hard drive is sometimes really painful, right? Because it is. If, if, if you just have the perspective of these are my failures, you know, then I guess that's all they'll be. I think I would also be like, is there a way you can have to give yourself some successes? Like maybe like start with, I'm just going to like write a short novel and be like, it's only going to be 10 chapters. And, and then, and then you can be done it and be like, you know what? it's done. So at least it's on the hard drive as a complete thing, not a open-ended failure. Yeah. Then you can build like, I think part of it is just like there's work and then there's like, sometimes work is easier when there's confidence and, and, and it's easier to push through that wall when you don't have that nagging voice in your head saying like, remember the last one you, you totally like it, you know? Yeah. Whereas if you like, try to give yourself smaller successes, I think then quiet that voice a little bit because it's still going to say things, that negative self-talk, but just give it a little less fuel, like it'll wear you down a little less. Yeah. 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 One of the things. things, Oh, oh, we're we're both starting to sense the exact same way. Dude, are we just like on it tonight or what, dude? Wow. Wow. So I guess, I guess I'll hit it. So I was going to say that, you know, it's like you're, you're moving the goalposts again, you know, making the goal, you're seeing it from a different perspective and trying to adjust the goal again, which is awesome. Uh, which, you know, so, and if that's going to help somebody, then that's, that's great. The other thought I had too, was, um, like having that confidence and, and like, it's, it's so good to have confidence. And I almost wonder if there is a healthy confidence and knowing that you learned from your past, you know, what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, the last time I tried this, or the last time I wrote this, uh, did this art, um, whatever it was, it didn't work out. But what did I learn from that yeah. that I can take into now? And how can I use that? And that's something that for me in my own personal life that I've been really latching onto is like, okay, yes, I've made mistakes. Yes, I have, you know, or I've, I've screwed up stuff or whatever. But if it's just failure, it doesn't benefit me whatsoever. 
it just causes shame and guilt and all this other junk that is not going to be helpful. Or what am I going to learn from it? Because at least there's something to, there's something, there's some goal to dig out of it that I can actually take with me to the present. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's a confidence in that, like, oh yeah, like, well, I learned something and yeah. I bring it into today. Yeah. And like letting, and then like try and, and give yourself a, I think like after you had a failure, trying to give yourself a success as quickly as possible. Like, mm, you yeah. know, and then I wanted to also say like when your daughter said like, you know, mistakes is how we learn. The other hard part about like being creative is that like we, there's no, you, we all make things for other people to see them. And yeah. so right. part of sharing and part of, you're making yourself vulnerable. And then all agreed that we need to make mistakes to learn is that we're going to show people our mistakes or things that yeah. were like, you know, uh, six when we were aiming for a 10, but you know, the next thing might be a seven, like that is uncomfortable. <laughs> Yes. And like not like people don't like doing that. They like getting the like the attention and the oh you're brilliant and all that, but like they don't like the the times where people are like. But every person who we all think is brilliant has made has made things that we're like oh about you know yeah yeah. One of my uh, favorite authors is uh, Brandon Sanderson, and his uh backstory before he got published is he had like 13 novels that he wrote basically to get the one published. Right. And it's like, geez, man, like that's, that's a lot of, you know, basically from what I understand the time he was like writing in high school up until he got published, I think after he graduated, you know, from college, it's like, geez, man, that's a lot of time just grinding and, you know, seemingly failing. Right. But it's like, I don't know. Sometimes the, the hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So if, if how would it change our perspective for us to be, you know, on our 14th creative thing mm-hmm. and to finally succeed and realize that it's actually only because of those last 13 failures. Yep. You know, like those were necessary in order to get there. Yeah. And like two things. One, I wanted to start the podcast because I, I'm like, when you're on the 11th novel, you don't know that the 13th is going to get published. So oh you're going to need friends and you're going to need people being around you and be like, yo, we're all in this together. And the second is like, and this is what I've, I think has changed me over the last few years. Like I don't want to look at those 11 novels or whatever they are as failures. I want to look at them. They're part of my life. And yeah. I want to be, I want to have, I'm not going to say they're all going to be great or whatever, but I, I want to have pride in them. That's like, yeah, I still did them. Most people around me, they didn't do nothing. They didn't make 11 novels. So even if that 12th doesn't get published, look, I still, I still put things down and I still made them. And I feel, think that will win. So yeah, that's my big encouragement is yes. Like we got to live in both worlds. It's like, we can learn from them and technically they didn't go where we wanted them to go, but we can still be proud of them because they're things that we made in our, and you know, we got to make them and spend time with them. And that's like the fun stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, the journey. Right. Which is, I mean, we've talked about this before, but you know, the idea that once you've like achieved the thing, you're already looking towards the next thing you've got to achieve, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe it would do to spend a little bit more time just appreciating the journey when you're in it, the highs and the lows, you know, because even the success is going to, you know, it'll be, Oh, great. I did it. And now what? So fleeting. Yeah. It's so fleeting. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like what of our interview with Isaac, whatever, however many episodes that was now, it was just like finding the beauty in the eyes and in the lows, even and walking yeah. with somebody in their low, like there's beauty in that. And I, it's so true. Um, which brings up the next question I had for you, Ryan, now that you've been really fo you know, you have been diligently going through this effort of like maintaining the podcast and you're in four, four seasons. Um, do you feel that, you know, like in terms of community, like you've really built a good community around yourself or that you're, you've created a community, so to speak. I'm on my way. Uh, that's awesome. You know, that's one of the, when I'm looking at expanding the studio space that I'm in, it's, it's that consideration um, that I'm thinking I want to expand on the community. Um, that said, like three years ago, I started this podcast in region and I didn't, I didn't have like, I had my church community and I knew some people, but I didn't know. I wouldn't say I was a part of the creative community in my city. And over the last few years, it's not like I'm like tight with them, but I know people and, and that was, and it, like, I can, like, I'm, I can talk like a lot, but I'm also like, I don't like, like, it's hard for me to get out there and put myself out there. And like, it, it can be draining or like, no one likes really networking for the, yeah. so you're more of me, you're more of an introvert. I, I like, a, I'm like an introvert extrovert, I think, because like, I do need to do this, but it's not like. What I'm trying to say is it gave me an organic way to kind of meet people and be in, in circles that I wouldn't have necessarily been in and to show and, and show like that I can make something that's work. That's like, sometimes you have to like show, yeah, there's some, I got some, you know, I can deliver, you know, I got some I can, skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes time. Um, so and no one, but people don't talk about that part about networking, that it's just like, people are going to know that you're legit kind of. So mm, you just got to yeah. get around long enough so they can see like, oh, he's not going to make five of these and then disappear because a lot of people do. So you might in your, in your gut think, oh, I'm not that person. I'll keep doing it. Like I got, I'm, I'm legit, but you know, sometimes we're not. And uh, I think that's been my, that's been the big thing. It's like, I just, I'm still doing it and, um, and it's starting to pay off. So, but it's slow. Yeah. And I'm not patient. So that's, I think when I get, <laughs> Oh my God, how are we still, how am I still plugging away at this? Like, and not just like the podcast, but the creative life, you know, or life right. in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the, the, the things that comes to mind as you say that is, you know, like you, you mentioned that you're 38 and you're still just, chugging away, just trying to to, to get a hold of your creative life and, and everything. And it resonates with me. I'm uh, almost 32. So a few years younger than you, but for some reason, like I get this sense of like, why am I in my thirties? And I feel like I'm just now getting my hands somewhere near it, let alone even grabbing a hold of it, you know? And um, I want to say it's just like the naive perspective of still being, you know, fairly young and not, uh, you know, there, there, there's something about when you're in your teens and twenties where you're like, Oh, thirties and you're, when you're in your thirties, you're old. Right. And then you have I like, I, I think I'm in the, the phase of my life where I'm getting there and realizing like, Oh, all the amazing things that I was going to have had accomplished by now. 
uh, haven't pretty much <laughs> happened. You know, I've had a, a lot of other great things happen, but you know, like haven't written the 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 novel. I haven't, I haven't got it all completely hammered out yet. And so, uh, I guess I don't know. There, there's something encouraging about it for me that that's like, oh, it's not just me. Like I'm talking to you and hearing you, and you're like, hey, I'm 38 and I'm still trying to get it. And I can only imagine that there's probably people in their, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s that are kind of still in the same boat. And to me, that's an encouraging thought because, well, maybe there isn't something that's just wrong with me as a creative person. Maybe I don't suck. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's kind of just some of the imposter syndrome. Maybe that's just some of the the process of figuring out your own creativity. Yeah. And like, there's always going to be people who like succeed really early. Um, I think we all hope that we're, you know, that we are them i know like like i'm a late bloomer um so in some ways it's like i don't like i don't feel 38 but the reality is i am 38 and so it's just i'd rather i guess it's just like for me i'm like well i can't go back to all, and i can't undo all that frustration and i can't do all undo all that banging my head against the wall all i do is live the next chunk different so yeah. that's what i'm trying to do um so that it comes back to again like you can't control where the things are going to go but it's kind of like it's a more interesting life and and that's i'm trying to get my head out of like success and all the stuff that comes along with it or failure and it's like let's look at the false binary isn't it yeah because what we talked about before was when we weren't being creative we were missed so we're on this side it's already a, a win so yeah how do we live as happily on this side that's the point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, otherwise you're just thinking about age all the time. And, and as I get older, I think about it less. Plus, I think part of it's like, you always grow up thinking about older people and you, you don't have to live like them. So whatever your version of a 38 year old or whatever my, like when I was 20 and I thought about 38, I'm not living that life. Like that 38, all the 38 year olds I knew, I'm not living my life like them. So it becomes also like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, just, just decide to do something different and making life more interesting is a more and fun goal than being like, what year in my life am I going to be successful? There's no guarantee. I mean, yeah. And then you might get success in, and you might, then you might hate it. Like there's a lot of stories of that too. So you can't even count on the success being all the things you were hoping it would be. So maybe just like, like go of it. I don't, maybe it's because I'm old now. I don't know. Well, that kind of goes back to the detaching yourself a little bit from the, the result, right? Where you're like, Hey, you know, I'm just going to not be so concerned with the, whatever that yeah. kind of typical idea of success might be, you know, well, it sounds like you don't define success that way anymore anyway. Sometimes. Like I'm, I think I'm saying this right now and it, but like, Tuesday, I could be like really low about it. I'm like, oh, I suck. Like, because that's going to happen too. But hopefully on Wednesday or Thursday, I dust myself off and I'm like, no, I don't. I, and, but I'm still going to have days where it's like, I'm not successful. I don't, maybe I'm wrong about all this, you know, but what's the other choice, right? Yeah. Um, I want to do this and I want to be happy and I want to, life's more interesting when you're making things with people. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I 
I, I feel like, you know, we're sitting here trying to encourage our audience such as they are. And I'm just like being encouraged by you. So thank you very much. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> not to keep bringing it up, like some parts of me feel like I'm like, you know, like the conviction, like that, like preachers have, like, sometimes I feel like I, like I have that conviction for this. It's like, cause I was just so yeah. frustrated because I see people being so frustrated and I just want to see like, like we got something that other people don't have and we get to do stuff that other people don't get to do. Right. And like we, as much as we talk about how tough it is, I, it's important to acknowledge that, but also it's like, like we get to make things and you know, let's make that as fun and interesting as we can. Because yeah. if we run it through capitalistic success and like, I like making fun money. I want to make money. I want things to be successful and like, I want to get better. But I also want that to be, to come not at the expense of my own growth yeah, and my own right. happiness. So hopefully I'm, that's hopefully what I'm doing. And some days I feel like I am. And some days I don't. <laughs> so that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all that, man. That's been really cool. So I'm going to, I'm going to actually kind of change the, change the course here. Um, we've been asking you a bunch of questions. I don't know if you noticed, but um, and you've been you've been delivering, man. You've been giving us lots of great stuff. So do you have any questions for us? What made you decide to there's two. I'll ask two questions. for you. Um, okay. One is what made you decide to go for it? Like what was like making this podcast or in both of your lives? You made a choice to be like, I'm going to do this thing. Tell me about that. And then the second one I'll ask after you're done. that. Okay. Derek, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, it started with just uh, me writing alone a lot. And, you know, one of the things that is really, really difficult about writing long stories is that the feedback loop is very, very, uh, very long. So you don't, you know, even finish what you're working on for a long time. And then to actually get feedback on it takes a long time. And yep. so that's really painful. And I got sick of it, called up... Uh, our friend Jordan, who, uh, you know, is super kind and gracious and would literally like on the phone take like an hour or two and just like read it with me. I'd read it out loud. He'd read along and he would just be like, Hey, this sound, this part was really cool. I was really engaged, but I kind of got bored here or I didn't like that. Or, you know, so-and-so seemed out of character here. And I just found so much encouragement and joy in like the collaborative process of that. And then uh, eventually, you know, Jordan and I kind of pulled Riley in and we're like, you got to get in on this. It's fun, you know, and I'd feedback on, you know, get feedback on your music you're writing or on the lyrics you're writing, whatever. And then eventually we kind of just wanted to continually encourage each other to, you know, we kept saying, keep creating, you know, that was like our sign off of every phone call. And then something about the whole keep creating thing just stuck in my head. And so that was, that was what we were originally going to call the podcast. And we saw there were other like three or four other podcasts out there called Keep Creating Podcast. <laughs> we like, only made it to like 10 or 20 episodes. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's you domain. You're like, get off. Man. Yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> we want that. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So one, I was like driving across town to get coffee for me and my wife. I was just going to go to the local coffee stand. And I was just thinking about it. And I was like, this has to be a thing. Like there's something to this. I like, you know, you kind of described having that conviction. I just had that sense like deep in my chest of like, 
like there's something to this. I don't exactly uh, know like if I'm just, you know, high on my own supply right now or, <laughs> or what it is, but like I called Riley, left him a voicemail and was like, I, I, I think I'm going to do this thing. And I want to know if you want to do it too. And then I guess, you know, Riley, I guess you can share your perspective on what, yeah. what that was like for you. So Ryan, uh, just a little background, uh, Derek and I and Jordan, we were in a band in mm. high school and college. Okay, cool. So we had bitten already collaborating, right? Musically. Yeah. So we have, a, we have this history of being able to collaborate, bounce off each other, you know, take different cool. ideas, come up with something that's was not, you know, it was their silence before we made ac- actual music. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that was really neat. Um, and then fast forward, you know, so then we went all went to school, went to college, blah, 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 different. We kind of broke went our own ways and fast forward to last, I guess, earlier this year. And I got, I got roped in. No, no, no I got invited <laughs> to these phone calls and I could feel that spark again. I could feel that energy, that, that collaborative, collaborative energy again. And it was just like, man, I miss that. I miss having that yep. time to just like, hey, here's what, you know, even when Derek, with Derek's writing, be like, well, you know, why wouldn't the character feel this? Like if I were that character, I'd probably feel this way. And, you know, just being able to share that stuff and have them listen to, you know, lyrics I'm writing or music that I come up with. And it was just really, it was super helpful. And then, <laughs> yeah. And and Derek had mentioned it probably five times <laughs> every time we get to the end of a phone call, like we, we should start a podcast and we should really start a podcast. We're having some great, con- you know, great conversations here. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, sure. Well, apparently this, this, the seed got planted in my head. So by the time that he actually called me and left that voicemail, I'd already been chewing on that. Like, cause I, it's never something I'd ever wanted to do. Never thought like, oh, I want to be in a podcast. I'm going to start it. I, I just never had never even thought about it. But I saw the benefit and I saw the, I got to experience and benefit the collaborative process. And I knew that there was something that we could share with other people who yeah. could maybe, you know, latch onto that or be like, hey, I, I want that too. And, you know, and, and also help us to not be so lonely, you know, have that. Lo- feel, feeling of loneliness yeah. and create that community where we're like, oh, people listen in and, you know, we can interact with that, our community. So I went for it. I was like, you know what? Uh, I just came out of a really rough season of mental health of my own self, learning about some things and I feel like I got getting back, uh, getting to the other side of that in, in a really positive way and learning from it. And I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. I'm all, I'm all in. Let's go for it. So that's our, that's my story. Oh, nice. Yeah. So my second question is if you were to imagine your creativity in your mind's eye and give it a physical form, mm-hmm. what would it look like? And how do you interact with it? And how, do, how does that work? I've never thought of that at all before. And uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea how to answer that actually. Like, I feel like it's like in my mind when I try to visualize it, it's, it's, it's almost like in the same way that you, it's like, you know, who do you visualize God to be? And I don't know who I would visualize God to be, uh, you know, uh, just insubstantial, uh, non, not having a, a non-humanoid form, I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's, 
how do I interact with it? I just try to bathe in its light. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good question. Like, let me soak up as much of this creative light as possible, please. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought that it's a sun, like a yeah, sun, like the sun. Yeah. 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 My the thought I had honestly was like kind of like okay, I could see a house, but my creativity isn't like that. It's not structured like that. I'm, and I thought about it more, and I'm like, it's more like the ocean. It's just like mm. I don't feel like I can control it. I can I can feel it. I can be in it, but it's not something that I'm like. It, it's just I can participate in it, but I'm not really in control of like those moments of the creative flow or whatever. It's just like it comes or it doesn't. Like the time comes in, and then you just hope that you're in the right spot at the right time. Like, hey, hopefully I got you know. I'm just being prepared with a surfboard wave, and like, oh, here's a wave. I guess I'll ride it, right? You know. And then there's times where you're just paddling out on your surfboard. So that those are the that's the kind of thought I had. Yeah. See, I love it, and I because it's like I don't know. Just it's just interesting to think about what happened with me when I was really frustrated. It was actually this thought exercise that helped because I would be so frustrated. I started thinking about my creativity as like a cat and like cats are so fickle, but <laughs> yeah. they also, it's, it doesn't mean they hate you either though. So sometimes that right. cat's not going to come and sit on your lap. And so on days when I wasn't, I didn't have, so if, if the cat on your lap is you in flow state, you're right. It's good. It's a good stuff. If, if you're a cat owner, like most of the time cats like don't want to be around. <laughs> <laughs> But and, and and that analogy was just like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Then the days that it's just like it's not happening, I still sat down and I still worked. I didn't feel like the cat was on me today, but you know, that's okay. I don't it doesn't think I mean when the cat's not sitting on your lap, it doesn't mean that you don't own a cat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that piece, that piece helped me a lot. Wow. I was like, I'm still a cat owner. The cat still loves me in its own way. So let's it's let's really take weird. that analogy and apply it to what Riley and I were uh, conceptualizing. It's like just because the sun's not up doesn't mean that the sun doesn't exist, you know. Yeah. Or just because the tide's low, yeah. you know, doesn't mean that there is no ocean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, that's really helpful to think about that. So, listeners, that's that's your homework, right? <laughs> we endorse this message. Yes, yes, we're back to endorsing messages. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think that's really interesting to, to use Ryan's idea and figure out what your creativity is to you. How do you picture it? How do you conceptualize it? And then I don't know, see if the metaphor still applies. See if that changes your perspective on it. I've had like weird answers too. So it's partly, it's just like, I like, I like hearing the weird things people say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would love to hear. Yeah. So tell us, please. Top three, top three, top three weirdest ones. Yeah. Top, that I've heard. Um, I forget them, but like, so the, so the, um, someone I had on made an AI thing of what it looked like. That was kind of interesting. Wow. Uh, I've had lots of like incandescent, like incandescent bubbles, things like that. Ocean okay. does come up. I had like weird ones. Like mine's like a gerbil in my own. Yeah. Usually they have reasons, you know, and yeah. they're pretty well thought through. So. It's just interesting. I wouldn't say I've ever had like really weird ones, but it's just, uh, they're always unique to the people. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Reminds me of uh, the Patronus from Harry Potter. Everyone's got their own Patronus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I don't know, I'm a visual thinker. So like, you know, the, t- the ocean one often works. Like when I'm writing, it's kind of like 
things are like coming in and they're just like on the shore. And I'm like, here they are. Like I didn't choose them. They're just here. Yeah. Uh, now I just, um, I just view it as like a voice now. And I just uh, try to do my best at translating the voice. And that's cool. I don't, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know. That's how I view it now. So, yeah. it's, talking, so it's a weird. talking cat. <laughs> yeah. Now it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's so. awesome. Uh, a, a thought that occurs to me maybe before we wrap up and get out of here is that uh, all right, all right, <laughs> definitely yeah yeah all of us let's, let's, let's get done with this but um a thought that i have that i think is an encouraging thought is that we all experience the same sort of thing in terms of creativity right like there's some common uh thing below that that we're all like drawing from it's like this this source i keep mentioning in these episodes and uh you know we all have our own way of accessing it and an encouraging thought for me is whatever these ideas are that you know like you described finding them on the shore it's like i i find it encouraging that i had these ideas or they they came to me for a reason it's like there was there was some some uh serendipitous reason that that I'm telling this weird epic fantasy story that I'm telling. And there's some very particular reason that, you know, you're podcasting and having the zine and all the things that you're doing, right. You're doing the the type of music that you're doing with the inspiration where it's coming from. And to me, that's like super encouraging because, you know, you can ask yourself, well, why, why am I writing a, a, a book? Millions of books are published every day. You know, like what, what's the point? And I think the message for me in that is, well, there's something unique about this story that only I can tell because I've only been given like this particular set of ideas in combination with my own, who I am and all that. So. Isn't it cool that you didn't pick it either? Like, yeah, that's where it feels like almost like this obligation. It's like, well, it's here. I got, I got to do something with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right. There is that sense of obligation to get it out. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for, for staying up late with us and, and hanging out and getting to know you a little bit. It's been really, really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. It was nice to just chat with you guys. And like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I stay up late anyway. So it's like, I'm going to go home and like, how many kids do you guys got? Like, you have we each got three. Yeah. You have three. We each yeah, have three. Yeah. You each have three. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know yeah. people with more than two kids. So I have four. Oh, cool. Wow. Well, we wanted a girl. That's why. So you like, I have four boys. <laughs> no, we got it. The fourth one was a girl thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, boy. Okay, well, if we had a girl second, we would have been done it, too. And then it was like, another boy. And we're like, do we go for it again? Anyway, I say all that to be like, you know what it's like? You have to like, you know that thing where people talk about um, you stay up late because you're trying to like, you feel resentful that you don't have your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally have that. So like I'm used to sampling just because it's like, oh, the kids are down. I can do my own thing now. So yeah. Yeah. I'll be up to like three tonight because I can sleep tomorrow. And they can. That's awesome. How old are, how old are your kids? Uh, my oldest just started high school. Wow. Like he's in grade nine. Yeah. Crazy. That's and nuts, then, dude. Freshman. Yeah. Yeah. You guys call that. We, we just call it that. We just call them grade nines. Nice. No, that's kind of, yeah. That's I know. Cool. I like how you guys have. There's things I love about the states. By the way, as a Canadian, yeah, you can do a whole podcast where we talk about the thing. We could talk about the things I love in the states. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, a, a 
a wild <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like a four-part podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. Four hours of going through. Can I ask you one more question? So you think about Canadians, what do you think about? Uh, I think about oh Sori and Abu. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I love your Abus. They're awesome. Uh, yeah. Maple um, I've got some. So yeah, I, I love like, especially BC side, right? But it's like, man, it's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like the terrain and just, just the, all the, all the terrain and just like the un, you know, process like land. It's so cool. Um, people leave yeah, Ontario and don't come back from BC. They lose people all the time. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. And I think Canadians are tend to just be more like chill, like they have a slower, almost like a slower pace than sometimes. I people. admire how you guys go for it. That's what what I'll say. You guys like mm. sometimes in Canada, it's like can we just like go for it? Like yeah, <laughs> just do this now. Yeah. <laughs> and, Benefits and drawbacks to both of those, aren't there? Yes. <laughs> those and cons. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Ryan, do you want to just, uh, as you're signing off, let people know where they can find you and where they can find your podcast or social media, anything like that? Yeah, you can find the pod, my podcast at creativepeople-podcast.com. And um, yeah, I think all my stuff's available through there. So yeah, check it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Well, again, thanks. And, you know, maybe sometime down the road, we'll try to have another conversation. It'd be terrific. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And thanks you so much for having me on guys. I, yeah. I love this. I love that you guys are starting. Like my whole thing is like, we're, isn't it so cool that we're all having this same conversation that we're like, Hey, this is important. We have this conviction and we want like you guys will have your audience and, and everyone's getting encouraged and everyone's doing better work and and like feeling healthier like i love it so keep it up that's what we're all thank you cool yeah thank you guys thanks guys thanks for joining us on this episode of the living creativity podcast we hope you found value in today's discussion and are feeling inspired to live out your creative life don't forget to check out the show notes for links to any resources we may have mentioned and to join our discord community where you can connect with other creatives We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any ideas or feedback you'd like to leave us, you can drop it in the appropriate channel on the Discord server, or you can send us an email at livingcreativitypodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, the best way to do so is by leaving a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. Thanks again, and as always, keep creating. Keep creating.